You're listening to the HFO Multifamily Market Watch podcast. Apartment owners who need to know trust HFO, the leading source for multifamily information in Oregon and Washington. Welcome back to HFO's Multifamily Market Watch podcast. It's Monday, February 14th. I'm Mike Pierce, HFO Research Analyst. The big stories from this past week. We will be discussing Oregon rental survey results from Multifamily Northwest for January. Housing costs continue to surge. The Oregon Secretary of State is going to audit the rental assistance program. And a Washington legislative update. HFO's podcasts are sponsored by the construction firm of J.R. Johnson, offering restoration emergency repair work for multifamily properties. HFO is your leading multifamily real estate firm in Oregon and Washington. Now, on to our news briefing. The Multifamily Northwest Oregon Rental Survey is in for January, with some interesting key findings. On average, 9.6% of Oregon households did not pay their rent by the 15th of the month, which represents a moderate worsening since November with a total of 8.1%. Statewide, affordable tax credit units improved from 13.8% inability to pay in November 2021 to 11.9% in January 2022. The most unexpected result of the survey was from data collected on properties identified as Class C. Throughout the moratorium, this housing type experienced more housing instability than other housing types. But in both November and January, they reported a dramatic improvement. With comparatively fewer renters, struggling with rent compared to those living in Class B apartments. U.S. housing costs surge with no end in sight. Locked out of the supply-constrained home buying market, more households are crowding to the rental market, driving up rents and stressing housing support programs. The U.S. housing market shifted into overdrive during the pandemic, with more than 6 million homes selling in 2021, despite skyrocketing prices in many cities. The median selling price for a home in November was $416,900, which is nearly 25% higher than it was in February 2020. In the early weeks of 2022, there's no sign that cutthroat bidding and rising prices won't continue. The total inventory of homes on the market dipped below 300,000 nationwide in early January, less than half of the inventory available before the pandemic. The struggles of the entry-level home buyer represent just one facet of the nation's interconnected housing challenges. U.S. cities are also seeing absolutely wild increases in rent right now. Rents for professionally managed apartments went up 10% in the third quarter of 2021 alone. The apartment rental site Dwellsley found the national average went up 4.8% in just a single month between December 21 and January 2022. The boost in rents, home prices, and monthly mortgage payments will add pressure to the trickle-down effect that's continued to define the decades-long housing crisis and will stress programs even farther that the housing insecure count on to provide support. New construction, which has been booming, could offer relief over the long term, but home building is facing challenges of its own. Rising costs for land, labor, and lumber are making new single-family home and multifamily units more expensive to build. Robert Diaz is the chief economist at the National Association of Home Builders, said that the aggregate construction costs were up 21% year-over-year, and residential construction wages were up 8% year-over-year. He also expects a 4% fixed mortgage rate by the end of 2022, which will place more homes further out of reach of new buyers. Overcoming these affordability challenges will require action on all levels of government, At the federal level, the Biden administration has been pushing a package of housing assistance and investment programs as part of the Build Back Better plan, hoping to make long-overdue investments in affordable housing 
but the fate of the legislation is murky at best. Shut out of home ownership, many higher-income households have turned to upscale apartments. Harvard JCHS research has found that those making more than $75,000 a year are driving nearly 70% of the total renter household growth. Research from Rent Cafe found similar trends. Higher-earning millennials are behind what they are calling the boom in lifestyle renting in such cities as Las Vegas, Phoenix, and Indianapolis. In 2021, 39% of all rental applications came from individuals earning more than $50,000. That's an all-time high. This is an interesting trend that we'll be talking about specifically for the Northwest next week. Despite the abundant talk of a pandemic-era move to the suburbs, mobility rates for renters are also at an all-time low, according to JCHS. In fact, they're half of what they were two decades ago. It suggests people can't move for job opportunities as much as they did in the past. And increasing housing costs don't just rob renters of their existing salaries, but potential increases they may make from following opportunities elsewhere. The Oregon Secretary of State's office will audit the state's rental assistance program after legislators called for this during a special session, along with housing providers who say it's taken way too long to get the money out the door. The state's rental assistance program has seen its share of issues, including bad checks getting sent out and software glitches. Currently, there are more than 14,000 applications that still need to be processed. To date, $268 million in rental assistance has been granted to 38,000 Oregon households during the pandemic. In an email with Oregon Housing and Community Services, State Auditor's Director Kit Minot said that the state is facing criticism for stopping the application process for these funds, even though it had been reported that Oregon was one of the most timely states issuing rental assistance. And we have a couple of updates for Washington State Legislature. The Washington State Legislature is considering Bill HB 1904, which would require landlords to give at least six months' notice of rents increasing more than 7.5%. This would be a statewide requirement. Some localities have already have laws enacted that are very similar. Seattle already requires six-month notice for any rent increase, and this summer will require landlords to pay relocation assistance for rents increasing more than 10%. Auburn also has a similar law for increases more than 5%, and King County requires four months' notice for increases more than 3%. Another bill that could affect the multifamily industry is Senate Bill 5732. This proposed legislation follows similar mandatory green roof requirements that are already enacted in other cities such as Portland, San Francisco, Toronto, New York, and other jurisdictions. Its hope is to turn the barren Washington state rooftops into a force to fight climate change, better manage stormwater, and protect salmon and improving community health and well-being, while also creating jobs. It's being called the Rooftop Climate Survival Act, and it provides building owners with options to install standard green roofs, also agrovoltaic systems to produce food, biosolar roofs which produce energy, and blue-green roofs which retain and detain stormwater. Should this bill pass, it will come into effect on December 31st, 2024. We're following these bills as they make their way through the legislature. If you're interested in updates, make sure to sign up on our website. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with a new edition of Multifamily Market Watch. HFO TV interviews are available on our website or our YouTube channel. You can always stay up to date on multifamily news throughout the week by visiting or subscribing to the Northwest Apartment Investor blog, available on our website. Thanks for listening and talk to you next week. Stay in the know with HFO. Listen to podcasts, read the latest news, or watch exclusive HFO TV interviews. Connect to our blog, podcasts, or video interviews directly from our website at hforecom